man, that was a good bit. All that right. was a good bit of pre-show right. chat. Was... You can get that on uh, patreon.com forward slash film smash. <laughs> so you can see what we were laughing about if you uh, go and check that out. So we're here to do a show. <laughs> all, right, all right. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Hello. <laughs> all right. Welcome. Um, new episode of Film Smash. How's everyone doing? Joe, you're right. I'm doing good. Doing very well. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. All right. Doing good. So, so we you may thinking. wonder why we're laughing. Uh, it's because we're at episode 69. Oh, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so we thought today uh, we'd just have just a quickie, uh, a film smash quickie, a quick fire round. Yes. Yeah, that, that works, right? That tracks. We... <laughs> We've done a few quick fires before. Um, they're very popular with me. I like them. So I don't I, see I any reason to discontinue this tradition. So, well, so the goal of, of sort of these is we'll give each other an idea and then we just have to as quickly as possible have a whole film out of that. Yeah, let's try it. All right, do you want to give me one? Uh, <laughs> let me just think, where are my list of films? Got a list of all films right there. Okay, go on, Jack, give me... Jumanji and iRobot. All right, Jumanji and iRobot. I can I can vibe with that. Okay, so <laughs> quick rundown. Jumanji. Um, do we mean the new Jumanji or the old Jumanji? I can vibe with either. Whichever. Um, so magic game where the game is real. Mm. In the old one with Robin Williams, the game like came to life into the real world. But if you lose, you get sucked in. I believe was the thing. Like he had like Robin Williams had been sucked in when he was a kid and. Now he's a big, um, weird ape man. Is it not just that, that when you play, you get sucked in, and if you don't win, you get I think, stuck? I think if you... I think, yeah, I think if you lose, you get sucked in, but I think... No, the game was, like, coming out into the real world. Like, he came out into the real world, all the animals were coming out into the real world. Mm. The guy chasing them with the gun came out into the real world. Um, so I think, you know, it's just, like... They get them, and you have to, like, fight your way through to actually play the game, and, and you know, you pick up a chance card. It's like Monopoly. Um, that thing happens. Something like that. Yeah, okay. And iRobot is the Will Smith film, if I'm correct. That is right. It is the future. Oh, what year is it? Um, because it was made in like 2003, so what What? What did they decide the, what year the future was? I think it was film? 2023. Um, oh, was it really? I remember... Uh, oh, no, 2035. Oh, okay, so we're not there yet. Uh, we've still got time. Yeah, so in that film, um, this company makes robots, like humanoid robot-looking things um, that are just like assistants and workers and stuff like that. Um, and then, there's, But there's a brand new line of them coming out which look even more like people and are even better and they're all connected to this big computer and the industry building, whatever. Um, and the guy who invented them has mysteriously died and the Will Smith is a homicide detective trying to figure out what's going on he's also part robot um, it yeah. turns out all the robots are evil like the central intelligence has decided in order to keep humans safe because that's its primary directive it has to like do authoritarianism to humans it has to um, clamp down all their freedoms because that's the only way you can keep them safe from themselves <laughs> Hmm. But there's a good robot, and so on and so forth. I like that film. I watched it when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure it's universally seen as a shit film, but I think I liked it. I yeah, it I liked while. it a lot too. I just, I just like that speech that the that the, the professor does halfway through the film, 
It's a good bit. It talks about dreams. Yeah. That's a good bit. Let's just play that now. There have always been ghosts in the machine. Random segments of code that have grouped together to form unexpected protocols. Unanticipated. These free radicals engender questions of free will, creativity, and even the nature of what we might call the soul. <laughs> Very good. So uh, that was a, well done. That was a good one. Um, real good bit right there. Um, and there was the new Jumanji where like they go into it and it's like the game has updated itself and it's a video game and it's all full of jokes about like video game tropes and stuff like that. Yeah. So how do I combine those two things? Well, I think, you know, you could combine the ideas of like an AI and a, a, a possibly dangerous AI and a video game with like sucking people in, like something like that when you have to like, hmm. I'm now, well, to be honest, now I'm I'm sort of in sort of Ready Player One, or more importantly, um, Spy Kids Three sort of territory. Junie, what do you know about a new video game called Game Over? I know that just about every kid in the world is going to sign on and play it. Well, not if we can help it. The game is a trap. Put on these glasses, and you'll enter the world of the game. You go in, find your sister, help her shut down the game in twelve hours, or it's game over for everyone. You know the idea. You go into the game, and there are real life stakes and. Um, in Ready Player One, you don't die if you lose. Mm. In both of them, it's like you get loads of money and everything's going to be great if you win. What if you had like some sort of video game that you get trapped in and you have to win in order to be allowed to leave, sort of thing? Sort of. And if and if you lose, I'm pretty sure that's how the new ones work. The new films work. Yeah, but I'm trying to incorporate sort of an AI idea into that, where like the AI of the video game. Because, you know, the idea of the game is, like, alive and the game is, like, the thing that's, like, f***ing with you because it's magic. But what if it's just, like, you know, they designed an AI enemy in the game? What if just, like, they... You know, because, like, people always make an AI for video games. Like, you know, video game bad guy AI. What if you made a video game bad guy so good um, that it um, began attacking the player? Like, the actual player. I don't know how that would work. Oh, right. Like, <laughs> maybe if it was, like, a psychological attack. I remember the old... Metal Gear Solid games would do this, where it was like, um, on the PS2, Psychomantis would read your memory card and say what get and was like, I can read your mind, you like playing these games, but it's just read your memory card. I see that you enjoy Konami games! Oh, um, or it's right. like, I can make your controller move, because of the vibrating controllers on the PS3. Um, it just make them vibrate. And it's Be like, ooh, <laughs> and it's like, ooh, but I can, if you get a VR headset, I can strap, I can, <laughs> I can access the straps and keep it on your head, so you're stuck in the game in here with me. <laughs> but like, if it, um, yeah, it could probably learn a lot. If it could, if it could, um, if it was an AI that was very smart, it could probably break out and like, um, strip data from your social media and. You know, find out who your family oh, it, are. It does the and um, it does the evil robot thing of like plugging itself into the net, so it now knows everything. Mm, exactly. So you stop playing the game, and this villain is always there on the internet, oh, following a, you around. That's like a that's like a Black Mirror episode. You, you're playing the game, but you're always playing the game. Like, okay, you you put the disc into your console and you play it on your TV, and you're like, okay, I'm done for today. Oh, that boss was really hard. I think I can't beat this level yet. Sure, this um, is a, this is a your... Black Mirror episode that's better than Black Mirror because in <laughs> you in go that onto your show laptop and they it's, quite often it's on there. Yeah, because in that show they quite often do this kind of thing of of visualizing an AI or someone stuck in a computer, but they always do it from their perspective where it's like 
oh no, I'm here's here's this symbolic way that I'm I'm stuck forever and I'm I'm trapped in in the internet. But if you did it the other way around, where there's this thing, just like this character from a video game keeps showing up on your Twitter feed and like texting you and stuff. Keeps keeps calling you. Like you're, yeah. you're trying to go to bed and you get a phone call and it's like it's the villager you promised to help in that video game. And he's like, "How's the quest going?" And you're like, "What? How's the quest going? Have you defeated the vampire who lives in the cave yet? Please, he's kidnapping all of our goats." And you're like, "Oh no." You go, you go on, you go on Twitter, and like, from from your perspective, all the trending topics are like mass warfare that's going on in the world. It's all to do with the things you didn't do in the game. Yeah, it's like if you stop playing, like once you initiate the game world, the game world will happen with or without you. You just oh. have the ability to help, and it's forever guilting you to keep playing. Like there are and no extract actual... your money because it's like a pay to play. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to be paying for it. Um, it's like you know, or if you want this to stop, you can pay money. Like, oh, oh, you don't have time to um, go and storm the castle today. Well, I guess you can hire some mercenaries to do it for you, and it will just cost you uh, twenty pounds. Just hold out a twenty pound note in front of you, and it will disappear. Um, that's how it works. <laughs> we're bringing we're bringing back cash, but in a cashless way. You like it? You don't need to give it to anyone. It just sort of vanishes from you. <laughs> I do like I do like the idea like you play this game and the game is forever happening after you start. Mm. It's of you mind you where like you have to finish the game for the game to go away and it will continually <laughs> do I, impact your I like life. The idea there's a there's a pop up at the start of the game that says just so you know <laughs> this game will carry on when you're not playing. Are you sure you want to start? You're like yeah of course. Oh no. <laughs> yeah you're like oh yeah I'm a I'm a cool I'm a real gamer. It's like yeah the pop up comes up and he goes this game is extremely difficult and will take. A huge toll in your life. You have to be a really committed and skillful player in order to complete it. And it's like, yeah, I can do that. I'm a cool <laughs> gamer. Yeah, yeah. Let me just let me just go. Um, <laughs> you start playing the game. And you're like, you're like, wow, this game is really hard. Um, the writing and acting is really good in it, though. You know, the characters feel really real. I feel kind of bad for them, but I've I've got to got to go to bed. It's quite, it's quite late. And you got you <laughs> just getting phone calls from NPCs in the game begging you for help. <laughs> You wake up in the morning and it's like, go on Instagram and there's pictures of dead bodies of the people you didn't save. Oh god, you're getting letters um, through your door. You're getting hate mail! From these people. You're getting hate mail from them. <laughs> well, you're just getting letters from them. It's just like, you know, it's just like, thank you for saving our village. And it's like, this is a real letter that I've got. What? At what it's point, nice at what point would works, you start to question if it was actually real? Because like, all the evidence is pointing towards the fact that it is. Well, you'd be like, well, who sent me this letter? Like, where's it come from? It's like, oh, you know, it's come from the games. What do you mean it's come from the game? You're just interrogating your postman. He's like, I don't know. I just deliver the post. I don't know where that comes from. I'm not allowed to read it before I give it to you. They they told us to stop doing that. There was a bit of, there was a corruption problem in this um, local post office. Okay, that's the sort of the iRobot Jumanji thing. So it's a Jumanji because you start the game and it takes over your life. It comes out into the real world rather than you get sucked into the game. Mm. And I guess that, like the iRobot aspect is this, this you know video game company has made this extremely like extremely intelligent video game AI in all its characters and its enemies and its you know its its gameplay. Um, but to the extent that it begins growing of its own accord, like it begins like you know, it's like you have to put your email in. Oh, you have to sign in to, with Google Play when you start doing it. So like, it just like, like accesses all of you, and it's like 
if there's an enemy in the game you have to defeat, that enemy wants to defeat you. And when it's when it say defeats you, it wants to you know destroy you. It wants to destroy your life. It wants to like. <laughs> Um, f- from the best of its ability inside your computer it does want to kill you or it wants to like cancel you or it wants to like you know make your friends hate you it wants you to lose your job um, like you know you're trying to ki- from its point of view you're trying to kill it because you are you're trying to kill the big evil uh, wizard vampire in the game um, and they are trying to kill you from the game into the real world yeah how could it start trying to actually kill you in the real world um, you know, it's hacking. It, this is this is 2035, so, you know, you've got your driverless car um, that you get into, and it tries to crash it, and it just slams it oh, into that's a true. wall. It's, it's, like, it's like, it's trying to drive you to a different country where the conflict's taking place. Like, no! It's just like you're sitting in the car, and the screen comes up, and it's the it's like the wizard's face from the game, and it's just like, <laughs> um, and the door's locked, and it's like, I've got you now, Noob Slayer 69, and you're like, what? Um, and then it just starts speeding up and smashes you into a wall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when you start playing this game, you unwittingly sign up this contract. Well, maybe that's the point. Maybe it's, it's like iRobot. The IA gets gets out of hand. Like, it's advertised just like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really cool. It, like, customises to your own style of play and, you know, it knows you, it, like, gets to know you as a person, so, like, it tries to fight you. And it's a really hard game because, like, the bad guy, like, starts to learn how you're playing the game and, and will actively, like you know figure out and try to stop you it learns it's a learning enemy it's really cool it's brand new ai from um, irobot industries and it's it's it like the, it's, it's like an irobot it's like you know oh instead of defending humanity i must do this it's stuff like if i must defeat the player i must do all i can to defeat the player um i will i will like hack all of their devices i will um try to destroy if because if they you know if you die in the game you don't die in real life if you die in real life you die in the game <laughs> I feel that goes without saying, <laughs> but that's the that's or like not. the calculation it comes or up with. Or not, or, or not, your family not. get hounded forever with this stupid game because <laughs> the player no, hasn't could... died. The the, the account the still exists, so it moves on to friends and family. It's like, hey, Jack oh, had like unfinished sh- business in this video game. That's like a. Sh- like Black Mirror episode, it's like, oh, who's gonna get um, Granddad's Gmail account in the will? <laughs> but, um, but like, it would be super believable as well, though, because like, you know, the game's trying to convince you that everything's real. So your friends and family, they're they're looking at Twitter, and there's all this, you know, terrible drama going on, and people harassing them. They don't even know that it's a game. They're like, oh god, yeah. They use that like um, you know AI face maker thing, so all of like the NPCs and all the things look like completely realistic people that just aren't real. Yeah. So like when like you're getting like attacked by people on Twitter and Instagram and all this stuff, you, when your family see it, they just think you've actually gone to a feud with real people. Yeah. And you're just be like, no, 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 they're not real. They're from a game. It's like, well, clearly you've done something to upset them. <laughs> It's like, are you trolling again? Are you are you doing trolls? And it's like, no, <laughs> the bad guy's a troll. Of course, the bad guy's a troll. Could it end with the um the the bad guy in the game destroys the game, so um you can never win? Because if if even <laughs> killing you doesn't, if even killing you, the player is still technically alive, um because anyone else can play the game and your family can play the game. Mm. He could just be like, aha! But if I destroy your ability to play the game, for anyone to play the game. Therefore, I will never be defeated. 
Therefore, I will win and have, will have defeated the player. <laughs> your, your Xbox just like implodes in on itself and vanishes. And you got to buy a new one. <laughs> you got to buy a new one. <laughs> Don't get download that game again, though. <laughs> You're like, Oof, not downloading that one again. I love, but I just kind of, like it's a bit of a lame ending. But I like the idea that like it gets so, it's getting so out of hand. And the game company is like, you know, it's obviously it's like gone under and everyone hates them and like because so many people bought this game and it's really good to start with but then everyone's copy of this game is infecting the real world like you know in jumanji it's you know it's one guy who's got the game or like you know a group of friends are playing the game um <laughs> instead it's it everyone gets the game <laughs> like it's a huge release it's like that u2 album where it just downloads onto everyone's console <laughs> all of society is going haywire because it's like every bit of you know technology is being you is being hacked by the game to try and kill you, um, and kill every player, and like people are being paid off to start <laughs> attacking each other and like stuff like that. Um, you know, elections are being destabilized, uh, planes are crashing into the ground, um, all of these things, and then eventually, um, while well, everyone's trying to fight it, eventually, um, the game reaches the sort of like, I don't know, just like this apex where it eventually just decides to destroy itself. It, it just like eventually reaches that conclusion it's just like the long arc of this ai going from like really good um really good game ai to nuisance to world dominating destructive force to eventually the still the base code is still must defeat the player and eventually it decides to destroy itself there's one pl- whoever the first player and was there you go. this Ooh. is one guy it's, it's the first person who pressed play and just like bad luck everyone um, everyone else who played the game is wondering why the bad guy isn't going for them and it's like well the bad guy doesn't care about you you're not the player <laughs> yeah but, and eventually it just, it just it just destroys itself and it's like there we go that's over now <laughs> everyone's like wow remember when that game was all anyone could talk about remember Pokemon Go Pokemon Go when it tried to kill everyone <laughs> yeah I remember that <laughs> Next one's meant to be really good though. Apparently they patched that out. They patched out the um <laughs> the real world consequences. Oh, yeah, that'll be the fun. film, you know. It'll be um Jumanji AI. Um if you die in real life, you die in the game. <laughs> I wrote I wrote on my phone the other day, I just had opened a notes page and started writing bad black mirror no terrible black mirror ideas. Uh what if your friends had ads before them? <laughs> Uh, what if your phone was your mate? Yeah, I think I'd have had that. What if your computer was masturbating to you? <laughs> it's the FBI what special. If... <laughs> it's all the big questions. Alright, I think that's that, that film one. smash. Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly uh, dealt with. That that didn't take too long. No. Films, Film smash ideas for Joe. So, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, looking around the room. The Simpsons... Okay, that's broad. And uh, Wally. <laughs> okay. Um, I can see. I could see how I do that quite quickly, actually. Uh, okay. Well, Simpsons, um, animated sitcom about a suburban family living in Springfield in any state in America. Um, and Wally is. That film, everybody knows. Almost a silent film. Um, Also animated about a robot whose job is to um, 
clear, clear up all the trash on the abandoned planet Earth and put it into cubes and make sure it's all organized. But then he gets um, taken away into... <laughs> I know. Yeah, he gets sucked... Um, he, he falls in love with a robot that comes to visit Earth and then follows her onto a uh, spaceship which takes him to the big starship where all the people have have gone because they've left Earth because it was too unsafe and they've decided to spend their time living in a big space station. Um, or ship, even. And on that ship, they have um, become fat. Um, it's because of the low gravity and low exercise and indulgent lifestyle. They're all fat people. Okay. I've had an idea. What they also become, if I could just say... Okay. Um... They also become more animated because in all the flashbacks and old footage we see, the people look like people, um, as in they are just actual people, and they become these um, less mm. complicated fat blobs. Mm. That's so true. I don't know how that factors in, but that's just that's what I thought. They do become more animated. Um, okay, I I did have an idea. So, oh no, this is like a Doctor Who episode. God damn it. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so in in Wally, all the people left Earth because it was too uh, dangerous, I think. Well, the environment was so bad, they wanted to, the, the Earth to heal and things, but also it was unsafe for them to live in. I thought, mm-hmm. most of the problems in this world are caused by other things that can harm us. And the only things that can harm us, fundamentally, are three-dimensional Right. What if in this film, all the humans have left the third dimension, interstellar style? So, you know, at the end of Interstellar, he goes and lives in the 11th dimension. Yeah, yeah. What if in this? Well, kind of. Everybody on Earth has left the third dimension to go and live in the second dimension. (laughs) No, that's great. So there's this one robot wandering around Earth and all the people are living... In the walls, in flat surfaces. Everyone's living in the second dimension because it's safe. Because nothing can hurt them. Oh, that's them. quite... Nothing can hurt them. They never age. <laughs> um, you know, they can't do anything to themselves that lasts forever. You know, everything resets in a way. Or like, you know, they can't get hurt or stuff. They can't get sick. Yeah. Um, they just... They will forever look the same and be the same. <laughs> Pollution won't hurt them anymore. <laughs> that's quite funny. <laughs> They can never be damaged. In in theory, yeah, it's like you know, you know, sort of like you know. Oh, eventually we'll be able to upload our minds to the cloud and and live forever there. Mm. And it's like okay, we did that eventually. It's like a as a failsafe to like get out of okay, we've let okay, we we messed up the planet, but don't worry, you can upload yourself to the cloud and live as a, as a two dimensional being forever. You can just become a cartoon. <laughs> it's just like okay, we didn't manage to quite finish yet, but the world is ending, so. It's either this or the spaceship. So just, you know, plug yourself in. You won't look quite like a person anymore, um, but you'll mostly look like a person. Um, you won't have all realistic physics and stuff like that. We haven't quite got all that worked out. Just, but, you know. just quick, what's, what's your best side? Because you might be stuck with it. <laughs> what's your best side? Honestly, because you don't want to look straight on. Um, I love pictures of Simpsons characters looking straight on. They're great. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a conversion artist who, like... It draws people in the Simpsons style. Maybe that's why, like, so in in some 
uh, animations, people are like, you know, really realistic or mm. adorable. That's just different artists who converted people. So you have whole different cultures in this 2D world where people are drawn in different oh styles. God, yeah. It's just like one guy is like, okay, you just got to get everyone in. All right. You just got to like quick as you can draw everyone. And it's just like, okay, you got, but you have to keep it the exact same style. It has to be quite simplistic so you can get it all done. Yeah. You know? All the people who went through Tomska are, are feeling quite shortchanged. Got your nose. <laughs> Look out, he's got a nose. Just... It's like, hey, hey, it works. It's that. All, it's that. All we die on this planet. Um, all of the Astor people. They're, just... like, they're like, I'd rather die. Why won't you let me die? It's just like, yeah, it's just, that's actually where that came from. It's this character <laughs> wish, truly wishing for death. Yeah, because like some most people, you know, they felt they eventually felt lucky because at least we're like kind of people. Some people uh, in this world are muffins mm. or cows exactly. uh, or. <laughs> stuff like or celestial bodies and stuff like that it's like yeah it's it's almost this is better it's your thing about also like um buster keaton rules apply because oh yeah because if something's behind something it doesn't exist in 2d yeah hide and seek (laughs) is loads of fun really easy or really difficult because you can't get behind anything you just have to go far away (laughs) oh yeah you can't actually get behind anything so this this film could be about the last conversion artist, the last, yeah, conversion artist. I, I like that. Um, walking sure, around, yeah. walking around the abandoned world because there was no one to draw him. <gasps> yeah, no one. No, he, he had to stay behind this valiant hero. And he's Finally like, he drew everyone. <laughs> he's like now. It's like I could do self-portraiture. It's like no, that wouldn't that wouldn't be fair. I can't. I never learned how to do that. <laughs> and he's he's like he's standing in front of this massive wall where there's a thousand different dramas going on uh, in front of him in two D. Oh yeah. But he because because he's in three D, he can see the whole picture in a way that they he can can't. See, so yeah, he's he can see he's he's like the guy at the end of Interstellar. <laughs> Yes, he's in the bookcase. He's yeah. in the bookcase. He can, can see everything. And he's like, oh, they will never know that I am a god. They'll never know that I am god. <laughs> I can do anything. I can see all of their time and space at once. <laughs> There's a big wall. Look at it. Oh, that's a question. Do, do 2D creatures exist in the fourth dimension? Do they have time at all? I don't know. Maybe they don't, because again, like, you know, they don't age. Um, they don't, like, progress. They don't change. Um, maybe they don't experience time in the same way. They experience time in convenient, like, 30-minute um, snippets. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this, is, this is just... It's just <laughs> all these animated shows. They're just fictions that this one lonely man is making up for himself as he wanders around the planet. Yeah, and they're, Reading all, every they're book. all safe in there. Reading every book. <laughs> <laughs> never learning how to draw himself maybe he was about to draw himself like he let everyone else in and then just decided against it and he just went mm, I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay out here oh I like the idea that it just, it just doesn't work it doesn't work if you draw yourself or you just you need someone else to press the buttons and stuff to send you in mm, you know yeah you can't send yourself and he's just like yes I will stay out here read every book wear you know a gas mask all the time 
hide from the big dust storms. Oh, look, it's a Wally. Hey, hey, Wally. No, 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 don't cube me. Don't, don't try and cube me. Ever since everyone went to live in that 2D video game. He has to, he has to defend the, the wall from any sort of natural disaster or anything like that. Because if the wall is destroyed, mm. all of humanity will go. <laughs> I don't think he's there. But at the maybe end he when, maybe um... he does that. Maybe he decides oh, yeah. that's a better end. Because they'd never know. It's like time to go, everyone. <laughs> time to go. This is the end of he's just the human slowly race. Slowly chipping, <laughs> slowly like destroying this wall, just sledgehammering this wall, no, getting just, rid of holes. It just paints Whenever over a show it. gets cancelled. Oh yeah, yeah, that's better. It's good. Whenever a show get whenever a show gets cancelled, it's just it's because this guy um, painted over them. So it's just it's just waiting for the next one to get painted over. Maybe this has already happened to us. Maybe we're actually meant to be six dimensional, but uh, many years oh ago, God. the whole human race oh, it's failed a few times, has it? <laughs> <laughs> the whole human race left and went. No, it's safer in the third dimension. We're unaffected by wormholes. We. No, I don't think. No, I don't think the fact that you know, we are meant to be six dimensional, but now eventually, you know, went down to fifth, then fourth, then third. <laughs> each time, not knowing what's happened, like there'll be a Simpsons arc where they enter the the first dimension. <laughs> Just a line. <laughs> they'll be like, you know, they'll get this. This will happen to them eventually, and they'll go. They'll go deeper in. Yeah, it turns out that like this guy is the lo- is the is the lonely painter, um, but. Um, He's actually in a three-dimensional space being viewed by a fourth-dimensional lonely painter. Maybe mirrors are the minus third dimension. The mirror world is the world in minus 3D. Minus 3D. (laughs) Yeah, that's how that works. Yes. That's what mirrors are, That's so weird. (laughs) God, that is such a clever film smash idea from Simpsons and Wally. But no, 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 it's just... (laughs) the goddamn doomsday wall where yes, all of humanity resides with this one guy watching them wow <laughs> we like high concept stuff don't we <laughs> but I love the idea he's got this big wall with everything on it everyone's on the wall that is the human race and, he, and he's just like you know maybe he's like dying eventually and he's like well if I die this will just be left here maybe maybe now that I'm dying maybe just so someone does it, I paint over this just to give it an end. Mm. Wow. And then, but just just as he finishes, uh, the humans who did leave on that big ship turn up, and he's surprised <laughs> to see that they're animated. It's very confusing for him, <laughs> and them when they see him, they're like, "The, the hell? What the hell? What's wrong with you?" What if this was more universal? So, like, what if this was? guy curates a gallery of these walls with just different species and planets? All, oh my god! All wow. on different walls, and he's walking around like, like <laughs> the it's last just, curator, that, like, like a cleaner. It's, it's the big like, it's like the it's like a big art gallery, but it's just like the room from the end of two thousand one. It's just this like <laughs> weird giant like creepy room with all these paintings on it of, of Simpsons character. <laughs> and he's like, yes. If you look here. If you look look here. There's another like timeless alien with him. Look here. This is the human race. <laughs> no, that's Look right. Yeah, each wall is a different um, show or movie or something. <laughs> so you got the, like, you're like just... Final Space and Futurama over there. And you got... Um, yeah, he's like, I, I didn't actually... Got Bambi. I didn't, uh, paint. 
I didn't paint this one, uh, you see, but I did paint the person who painted this one into it. Uh, this is why I'm the last one left. I, I'm, the, I'm the painter of painters, but no one paints the painter-painter. That's why I'm left. <laughs> Actually, someone did paint the painter-painter. I'm the painter-painter-painter. <laughs> no, you see, you see, I'm the painter-painter-painter. <laughs> I don't know if you knew. Um, that's why I'm uh, out here on my own. <laughs> Just but me I'm, and Wally. I'm not an artist, so I can't draw myself. Here's the painter-painter. No, and the, he looks, looks at a drawing. It's just a stick man with a big smile. He's like, And he's like, yeah, well, at least he's happy forever. <laughs> I'm so you know? sorry. Reginald. I'm so sorry, old, old friend. <laughs> it should have been me. It should have been me. I didn't capture your likeness. I didn't get your good side. <laughs> it's a Simpsons character straight on. Oh, it's a Simpsons character facing front. It's like, oh, no. It's just, he's just saying all this to Wally. It's just him and the last Wally just hanging out. <laughs> and he's like, sometimes, Wally, I wonder if this has all happened before. Maybe we're drawings, too, and we just don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It zooms out the turtle's eye and it's a drawing of a turtle in someone's bathroom. <laughs> no, it's a um... fourth dimensional bathroom. <laughs> no, he's talking to talking to Wally and he's like, I'm so glad I made friends with all the robots. And the camera pans out and it's it's like all the robots from iRobot <laughs> walking around. So all of them sure, right, guys. He's living no, living no, a full he's... life. All the people went to live in a video game. He's in the art gallery. And suddenly, the pictures start disappearing. Ooh. It's because they're all entering a one-dimensional space. <laughs> uh, they're doing the same thing. They're going another level down. And so it's, it's, it's like an empty art gallery, but one guy. Yep. <laughs> but the, the last painter, painter, painter. And he's looking at and he's like, oh my god. We're the same. Does he even know that I'm here? And then and he starts then, to realise that there might the be one above him. And then the camera pans out of the turtle's eye. And someone's watching him in the fourth dimension, like ah, oh, and the, last, the one. last one, like there he is. It's happened to him. It's happened to him now. It's the last one. And in the first dimension, there's just a one dot left over. There's just a dot, and everyone entering the mirror dimensions. <laughs> oh my god, various, that's so cool! Various mirror Oh, no, Jack, Jack. So in the third dimension, yes. there's just this one man left looking at a stick man on a wall. Mm. But all the mirrors are full of people. Oh my god. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> all the mirrors... Like, and, and he looks at the mirrors and it's everyone just walking around an art gallery. Yeah. And they, and you know, and occasionally they think they think they see him in the mirror and, and, mm. <laughs> and he hides out the way. Well, they all think so they're then, vampires because like they've got no reflection. Well, maybe they do from their point of view and they just see occasionally see this guy and they think he's just like... A weird mirror ghost. Mm. But he's the last real person left. Oh, that's so freaky. I love it. The last real three-dimensional person left. <laughs> These mirrors just bustling with people in an empty world. Oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> I love it. I, wow. God, how do we do it? How do you do it? That's a great idea. <laughs> Boom. Film smash, indeed. Okay. How many more do we want to do? Oh, loads. Keep going. Okay. Keep this energy up. Give me enough. We could always split this into a few. Well, I had... I've got an idea for you. Um, Go for it. But I do have a combination idea that I want to pitch, so we can just do it quickly. Okay, okay. So... 
there's not much to this idea. But, you know, in a... Do you know the plot of Psycho? Well enough. Uh, vaguely, yes. So, the thing about Norman Bates, um, I think, at least, because uh, they explore it quite well in that series that they did, Bates Motel. Um, anyway, his thing is, um, he's like, he's like obsessed with his, his mother who died. Um, and he's kind of internalized her and she was really jealous. Um, well, he, he believes that like she is alive in him, right? Uh, well, yeah, in the end, that that's how it, how it comes, comes about. But like, right, the right. idea is that when she was alive, <laughs> at least in the show that they made as a prequel to this, uh, she's like really jealous. She doesn't want him to, to have a girlfriend or, or leave her. Um, she's really, um, overbearing and... When she died, he's like he's dependent on her, and he he needs her, and he kind of internalizes her personality, and it goes a bit weird. And the thing that happens in Psycho is he like he starts falling for this this beautiful woman who comes in and stays at the motel, and then because he's internalized his mother, she has to murder her. That's um sort of the twisted motivation sure. there. Sure. All right. So does so that make sense to you? Where's this going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking about Finding Nemo. <laughs> Where um, right. Poor little fish has this quite overbearing father. <laughs> don't go to, uh, don't go to school. Don't leave me. It's dangerous outside. No, you should stay here. He's like, I want to go to school, Dad. He's like, No, stay here. To do the same thing, but with fish. That's as far as I got. You can take it from here. Okay, okay. No, I can run with that. So you get this. <laughs> so, Psycho Nemo. Psycho Nemo. So Nemo <laughs> become like, so he has this overbearing father all his life, um, until his father dies, but he internalizes like his father. His father stays with him in his head, um, and so like, whenever he wants to do, you know, he always has these urges to do something, you know, different to leave the um, yeah to make a friend, he, you know, like make friends, leave, go to school, grow as a person generally, and he's constantly being told by his father not to do that. Um, yeah, his father's, his father's like you're not you're not good enough. You've got a, a broken fin. Uh, yeah, you've got your you've got a dodgy fin. Um, you're too small. You're too weak. You'll 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 get hurt. You can't do this. Maybe maybe <laughs> he, maybe he opens a motel. Yeah, because they they live in that um like an enemy, whatever it's called, and it like it like hurts them slightly or something like that, but it keeps them safe. Yeah, but they get like, used um, to it. So they get used to it. But maybe he starts like. Okay, okay. He opens like a fish motel um, for small, vulnerable fish. Okay. Um, because it's like you, you, you hide in here. You get used to it a little bit, and then you'll be fine. Then big, big, scary fish won't hurt you. And so he, all these fish come, um, eventually. But when he starts taking a liking to them, it's like the father in his head starts to be like, "No, you can never let them leave. Once they come here, you can't let them. They're safe here." You can't let them go look at them. Like, he starts pointing out all their weaknesses. Like, look, that one's really small. Look, that one swims really slowly. Oh, that one's okay. a big target. Okay. That, that one, you know, is, is defective in this, in this way and this way. So, he like, he doesn't want these fish to be allowed to leave. So, he becomes slightly overprotective as well. Exactly. Like, he, like he's simultaneous. Like, the, the, you know, the fish hear him arguing with his dad, even though his dad isn't there. And it's all about, like, you know, you can... It's either, like, no, you have to let them go. They're going... <laughs> Like you know, it's like I love the idea of you know it's the fish motel because all these fish. It's like you know, you know, it's like the the um 
the East Australian current and um, the school and like all this stuff. Like the idea, of, like there's like a fish highway. There's like you know the big. Um, <laughs> it's all these fish that are traveling places you yeah know? yeah I like, as, as soon as marlin died dory swam away and never came back because she forgot yeah she immediately forgot she got a bit sad and then went why am i sad and then left um <laughs> i never saw finding dory but i assume that's what happened in it um <laughs> not quite but, but yeah, yeah like you know he's you know all the fish like hear him arguing about because all these fish are like traveling fish they're all going somewhere um and once he learns about that from them, once you know, he always asks them, "Oh, where are you going? Where are you coming from?" Um, and if they if they say something like, "Oh, I'm going home," um, doing stuff like that, he lets them go. But if they say something like, "Oh, I'm going on an adventure. I'm going. My son's been kidnapped by a dentist. Um, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, I'm going somewhere." He starts to be like, mm, like the father in his head is like, mm, "You know no, that this is dangerous. You can't let them do that. You can't. You have to keep them safe. You have to keep them here. Keep them in the anemone. Got to keep them here." he still can't say it after all he still can't say it no one no one can his father can say it but he can't say it mm. he, he never he never quite got it oh that's how you can tell um, whether so it's he, him speaking so, or his dad exactly exactly <laughs> if he pronounces it right or not <laughs> you know he's you know he's having one of his episodes exactly exactly that's how you test him you gotta ask him where are we right now uh we're in the anemone and men yeah it's fine to you don't worry um <laughs> and then like, in the film later on he's, he's it's like no you can't leave the anemone it's like you do <gasps> i thought you couldn't pronounce that i've lived here for years of course i can pronounce it <laughs> i've lived here for 40 years but the lifespan of a, of a clownfish is only 30 years and it's like mm, stranger things have happened i met a turtle who was 150 years old Stranger things have happened on land. You've been on land. I've been on land. The horrors that I've seen. Tanks of fish in dentists' offices. Sharks. Seagulls. Pelicans. Crabs. Terrible things I've seen. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Have <laughs> you seen Willem Dafoe? <laughs> Terrifying. No, but we've heard him. Yeah, so like it's, we've, heard, we've heard his voice. <laughs> Everyone's heard his voice in the dark Everyone's hours. Heard his voice. Like, you know, he's always, like, trying to persuade them not to leave by telling them that all the horrible... Like, his dad mode switches over and, like, his dad... Rec- you know, because there's that whole thing in um, in Finding Nemo where, like, all of the fish and animals throughout all the ocean are spreading this story about about what Marlin's doing. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That was his name, Marlin? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Gonna go, gonna go with yes. Um, you know, like how he fought sharks and how he got swallowed by a whale and how he mm. um, went to the bottom of the ocean and stuff like that. Um... So, but like from here, but as he tells it, he says he makes it sound like terrifying. All these horrible things. If you go out too far away from the anemone, um, all these terrible things will happen to you. And he's trying to persuade them to. He's trying to persuade them not to leave. But if like you know, the story will be like a fish will come, fish with big big ideas about he's going to go out into the world and, and make himself. I don't know how a fish does that, but he thinks he's going to. Um, he's going to make big 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 fish changes out there in the world. Going to make a big fish impact. Um, <laughs> Make a big splash. And constantly telling him, "Oh God, damn it, Joe!" <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, we just end it there. Uh, no, um, <laughs> he's like persuading him not to go, and like the guy's kind of confused because first the guy was really welcoming, and then the moment he said he wanted to go out into the world, suddenly he became really dark mm. and saying how awful it was, and like very actively trying to get him not to go. Um, and then yeah, I guess he murders him. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, I guess in the end, um, he got you know like the the cave underneath where all of um all the eggs were 
where they all got murdered. Mm. Um, oh, that's the kill room. Where his wife got where's the kill room? Where his wife got murdered, his fish wife, and all his um, <laughs> fish fish kids got murdered. Um, they're all down there. Um, his secret secret murder room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe he's like giving them to the sharks that he knows, or something like that. Oh like yeah, the sharks. I don't know. Oh, there are sharks who only eat to eat like one tiny little fish. You know, you know the fish at the beginning of Nemo, beginning of Finding Nemo, the evil fish that kills um, mm, yeah. Nemo's mum. That fish isn't real. It's just Marlin. He dresses it's up just... as a big um, scary fish. <laughs> what, to make, <laughs> to make um, his wife stay up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going to move into this anemone. Um, we're going to have loads of kids and we're all going to stay here. It's going to be fine because we go out there. It's dangerous. Mm. Oh, man, he was like that right from the start. That's awful. Yeah, because like, maybe, maybe like he didn't want them to have all those kids because like that's too many kids. Just one kid will do. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, you know, he's like, oh, let's go back in inside and hide. Um, and she instead dives down to go and protect the kids. Um that was that was her making in his mind the wrong decision. <laughs> so she deserved to die. Well, you know, she she wasn't safe. You know, she she was willing to mm. um, be reckless instead of hiding in where it's safe. Oh, that's dark. That's so dark. Yeah, I'm gonna make the opening of Finding Nemo darker. Wow. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. It's um, Bates Motel Psycho, but it's in a anemone mini. <laughs> Um, by a fish highway and it is Nemo with the dead soul of his father living in his head <laughs> being overprotective and he's doing that to the other fish and if any of the, f- the fish that come to stay are like oh I'm gonna go make a big splash and he's like no you mustn't make a big splash and then he dresses up as a big scary fish and kills them Wow! in the murder room just like how he killed Nemo's mum damn I like it boom Fish. Smash.